Good morning. The Dave and Doreen Morning KLH. Doreen is off today. John McGivern. Emmy Award winning Johnny Mack. Sitting in her chair. Sitting in Doreen's chair. And Marcus is here too. Let's talk a little football with our Green and Gold Insider co-host of Wildey and Tausch on ESPN Radio. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wildey. Happy Thanksgiving week, Jason. How you doing? What a pleasant surprise to get John McGivern, one of my all-time favorites. Jason, how are you? That's really cool. I am, I'm better now. Better now. <laughs> Very go. nice. So, uh, you no doubt heard that Aaron is not hosting this year. The Crosbys are hosting Thanksgiving meal for the, uh, for the Packer players. I did. I found myself wondering how many people would have attended if uh, he had hosted versus... Mason Crosby. You know, he hadn't played all that well, so maybe there's some defensive mm. guys who would go to somebody else's house. Mm. You like Jordan Love's house? Uh, maybe. I wonder what Jordan would be uh, cooking up. I wonder how many of these guys actually go to this. Like, I, it, It's interesting because over the years, there have been a few players. Ryan Pickett, most memorably, um, in the 2010s. Um, he and his wife, I think, have five kids, and then they would they would host Thanksgiving for basically any and all single guys on the team that didn't really have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. Their families weren't coming in. Uh, they, they used to have like 30 guys at their house. So I, I'll be curious what attendance will be. We'll have to ask Mason Crosby today after practice how many uh, folks he and Molly are planning on having over. Can't they can't they give them off on Thursday morning if they're going to practice think. on Thursday morning? Can't they give them off if they're not playing yeah. until Sunday? So look, one of the one of the great things about Mike McCarthy was that he didn't just say family first; he actually believed it, right? Mm. And so he would he would reconfigure the schedule during Thanksgiving week. You know, maybe they had to come in early on Thanksgiving so they could get everything done and be out the door. Um, Mike Sherman was the same way. It's just a you know my, Matt Lafleur is not wired quite the same way. So I know McCarthy would also do that for Christmas week. Now this year, the Packers play on Christmas Day in uh, Miami, which I'm thankful that uh, I'm not traveling the way I used to for 20 years. Yeah. But it's it that was something that was really important to Mike that we can get our work done with alternative scheduling. So you can spend the holiday, whatever holiday it might be, with your family, unless, of course, they're playing on that day. Mm-hmm. You know, and every situation that could bring a team together could also potentially be divisive, meaning that if you're somebody that's left off of that guest list or you're somebody that has nowhere to go and weren't invited, I'm just curious whether or not they have the kind of team chemistry right now that mm-hmm. could foster maybe uh, more chemistry, more camaraderie, versus it being more divisive? Because your, your comment about the defensive side of the ball made me think about this. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I do think it's interesting that, you know, obviously it's like any other workplace, right? You have people that you like that you work with and people that you maybe don't like quite as much and people that you're close with and you do things outside of work and other people that you don't. So um, I just think I know, and again, I don't, I don't have a great feel for LaFleur's view of that, in part because, thanks to COVID, we spent basically two years not covering anybody in person. Mm. Um, but I, I just, I always knew that that was, Sherman was really, really big on that. McCarthy was really, really big on that. And and for, you know, those are two coaches that had their seasons where things didn't go well also. 
but um, it it always felt like the chemistry was was pretty good. Maybe with the exception of each of their final seasons before they got fired, and mm. so um, I do think that that's a, a worthwhile question. And you know, again, I, I it's I'm I'm intrigued. No one would ever say anything publicly. Obviously, I mean, when I went to talk to Alan Lazard after the game on Thursday and was asking him about that throw that Rodgers missed, which Rodgers later admitted he missed badly. Mm-hmm. Like, Lazard was, like, terrified of, you're trying to get me to rip Aaron. Oh. Not really. Um, but so no one would ever say, yeah, you know, our chemistry with the quarterback's not great. I would hope that Thanksgiving brings us all together and we can all be thankful <laughs> for a 4-7 and seven record. Jason, yesterday Aaron <laughs> Rodgers was asked if he's given any thought to life after football, and it doesn't seem like he's destined to hit the broadcast booth when he retires. So do you think, I mean, given the fact that he didn't do very well in hosting Jeopardy, maybe he's going to travel the road like Fred Dreyer and Merlin Olsen and go into the acting world? What do you see him doing after he finally retires from football? Yeah, not if you uh, saw him in his guest appearance on The Office. That was not very good. And then there was that Pizza Hut commercial. He's got to he's got to work on his acting chops. Um, he was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you just shut up over I there. I actually think Andy Reid is hilarious in that in that State Farm commercial. <laughs> I do. Yes, exactly. I would I would agree. Um, so I'll say this. First of all, I will be very very surprised if his life after football starts anytime soon. You know, he has really started to follow the same Brett Favre career arc, hopefully not with some of the legal entanglements that Brett has reached now. Oh, but he is, he you know, the annual uncertainty of whether you're going to play or not, uh, struggling to connect with young players. Uh, he did acknowledge yesterday with McAfee that it's going to be a tough transition. Um, but, you know, I, I thought it was really interesting that he took that discussion in the direction of not wanting to be all football all the time while he's playing it either, which I, again, I respect his honesty, but when you're four and seven, I'm not sure that the fan base wants to hear about uh, how you've got interests outside of football. Not that there's anything wrong with it at all. Right. Just like I have interests outside my job, primarily pertaining to Paul and the, all the girls activities, but I just, it, it was it was interesting that he took it that direction. I still think, you know, the way this season is going, I have a hard time picturing someone as competitive as him walking away because um, st- I don't think his talent has fallen off the table. I would also say that, and I don't know anything about his financial situation, but there was a time when he was promoting cryptocurrency pretty heavily. Mm. Um, and I would be curious to know, uh, how his portfolio looks these days because $59 million that he's uh, scheduled to make in 2023, if you lost a bunch of money in the crypto market, would be hard to walk away from as well. Can you ask him? Uh, I will see when he's at his locker today. Yeah. Aaron, does the collapse of the crypto market influence at all your decision to return next season? Can I be with you when you do that? <laughs> okay, so. That would be amazing. Let me get to this game. The Philadelphia Eagles just this past week added a couple of defensive linemen. They played one game so far, and they were both very impactful. Linval Joseph mm-hmm. and Dominican Sue, both guys who are pro bowlers. One is a perennial all-pro. How do the Packers come away with a win? Is there any way they beat 
the Eagles on Sunday night football on the road. What do you think? Sure there is. Um, and, and the Washington Commanders just did it. I think one of the things that the Eagles have done well, and look, even with those two additions, which I'm sure that's another example of Aaron Rodgers sitting there going, well, I wish we would do something like that. Right. Um, even with those additions, they struggled to beat a team coached by a guy who was like on TV two weeks ago. Um, but I think the one thing that Philly has done this year is they have the, the Eagles have played from ahead a lot, which obviously the Packers have done for much of Matt LaFleur's tenure, and it makes your life a lot easier if you get off to a fast start, and they have not done that very often this season. So if the Packers can do that and prevent the Eagles from doing that, I think that's the first kind of building block of being able to go there and win. I, I think the other things... To me, the biggest thing is if Aaron Rodgers is able to throw the ball accurately, which he clearly did against Dallas, and then on a couple of really crucial plays he failed to do against Tennessee, um, I think that gives them every chance to win. They've got a, a, a dynamic young player now in Christian Watson who mm-hmm. really is able to impact how they play offensively, being a deep threat being a, a guy who scored five touchdowns in two weeks. Um, I just feel like there are always ways for teams that even the ones that are struggling to beat teams that are playing well. I mean, look at look at the Vikings on Sunday. Like That was amazing. They were eight and one, and they, they couldn't do anything right. right. So uh, the Packers have always been good with Rodgers in prime time. That was a rarity that they did not play well on Thursday night. Uh, so there's certainly there's a pass, but look, Rodgers can't turn it over. The defense has to start taking the ball away more. Um, there are ways to do it. But, again, just like that Buffalo game, um, you really have very little margin for error against good teams, and this Packers team has spent a lot of time in that margin making all kinds of errors. Jason, thank you for the insight. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. I'm assuming, are you guys having people over, or are you going somewhere? Uh, we are uh, going to keep it uh, just the four of us, and since I live with two vegetarians and one quasi-vegetarian sydney eats uh, bacon and culver's chicken tenders those are her uh <laughs> oh my god what a coincidence those are two of my favorite things in the world <laughs> which i want to tell her i don't think the chickens or the pigs would agree with your stance as i'm a vegetarian uh but we're not doing turkey we're doing like breakfast for dinner so wow. we'll save you a pancake or okay that sounds good jason we'll talk on monday hopefully after that big upset victory Yep. the Packers over the Eagles. Thank you. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wilde, our Green and Gold Insider, part of the Morning KLH.